0: Hey everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast. A conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue
1: encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hello friends of Effort of Community Church, great to be with you today. I'm Jim Ehrman, I'm the teaching pastor, or one of them, here at Effort of Community Church, and I'm here with none other than Nate Mr. Wi-Fi Kennel. Um, Nate keeps us hey, all online. a Matter of fact, <laughs> partly the reason you might be actually watching this is because Nate's at work here, as well as Drew behind the camera. So, Nate, thanks. Welcome to our team. You've been with us how many? How far? How thanks, long? Thanks,
0: Jim. Uh, beginning of April. A couple months.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You liking it? Tell me the truth. I won't. Pal- I won't tell Kevin.
0: The truth is, <laughs> I'm really loving it. I'm really loving. It. I love the staff here. The support is amazing, um, and it's really. You know, I was in software development, and it was all head down in the code a lot. You know, for the last six years, and just to have the variety too has been Mm -hmm. really amazing. To be able to just go around supporting people, removing obstacles. I love solving problems. So actually, maybe some people get really frustrated by problems, but I love when someone has an issue and I step in and I can say, Mm -hmm. "Hey, all right, let's let's look at what's really going on here, um, and just try to remove obstacles for people who are really serving the body of Christ." Yeah, I agree. You know,
1: I've been here four years. would you believe it, ECC family, four years. And I rarely have seen a place that works, particularly, you know, some people have images of church staff, whether they – work in the same way or in, as hard as other other uh nonprofit staff does. But I'm gonna tell you, this place works so well. They're efficient, but at the same time we don't use it lose our humanity in the midst of it. Uh there's just such a connection. I love this place. So we're thrilled to be a part of this and we're wrapping up um a series uh that was called Invisible Kingdoms and we're about to launch into our summer series. We're gonna talk about that more in a bit. But before we do it, it was a great, great weekend. Um, Whether you were with us or not, we celebrated baptism and graduations in a big way. We are a church that really believes in baptism, not just because it was a command of Jesus, but because we know that it means something to put a stake in the ground in your life and start measuring from it. And that's why I think baptism, uh, it's exciting for me to see how many people did it. 25 this weekend.
0: Yeah, I caught your... uh... Your broadcast host, leading into the uh, the people who are viewing online, and I loved uh, what you said about rites of passage. Yeah. And I think it is so important in our life to have those those places. You know, it's like prophetic moments in our lives that we just say, "Here, here's what is going to happen." And it made me think of Jesus actually, and how Mm. important the importance that he put on baptism. Mm -hmm. You know, not only because of the the, what the scriptures said. You know, he said we need to fulfill um, the scriptures, which leads into what we're going to talk about. But also, he, you know, John was like you know, I, I can't do this. And he's like, we got to do this, man. This is a part of my life, and this is an important step. And so That's for right. even for God in the flesh to say, this is an important step for me, like we have things that help us to launch forward into the next and, part of our life. That is a great way to view it,
1: like because you, you can get to that point where you view Jesus' baptism as merely some checking the box of the prophetic, when really you look at it, there's tremendous intimacy in it, where the Spirit then descends, and the Spirit doesn't come and announce some big, like, hey, I'm fulfilling 622 Old Testament prophecies through this (laughs) moment, etc. The actual thing the Spirit says is, this is my Son son. in whom I'm well pleased. So it was like this... Spot in the ground that Jesus understood himself from, not just his mission.
0: Yeah, you—it's uh, the Father's heart. Wow, coming down and just like displaying his love for his son—that mm. uh, uh, brings in the rite of passage thing, right? Yeah. The father, the father, uh, telling a son who he is and establishing identity and and mm. moving him forward. So, yeah, if
1: you and just so you know, if if you've never heard that phrase before, rite of passage—it's um, one of those ideas that particularly for young women and men growing up at formative times in their life, they need these moments where um, there's definition that helps make them help them make sense of themselves to live out of. And we in Western culture, we've lost that a bit. We don't, you know, we have stuff around high school graduation, or, or uh, which was another big thing, we want to celebrate that, or college graduation or something along those lines. But in a sense, we're allowing something else to give identity like, okay, that college or that high yeah. school gave you identity. Yeah. But there is something about when families and communities Rally around someone and say, you know what? Whatever degree you ever got, whatever job you ever do in the world, you're now part of a community called the family of God, and you're welcomed yeah. in. That's a deep, deep good thing, right?
0: Yeah, and the atmosphere of celebration that was there this weekend yeah. was amazing. Yeah, I just I'd had love it. so much fun with that.
1: You felt it. Now, if you're here right now, we had to walk through a complete reconstruction of our. Uh, Um, of our uh, auditorium and stage area. I hope you get out in the next couple weeks to see it because uh, it's pretty profound because we are launching into not just a new series, we'll talk about that in a minute, but we're calling it the Summer of Comeback. Kevin kicked (laughs) off his uh, sermon this week talking about how he just loves – Comebacks, right? Yeah. And he told right. the story of a particular football team, the Seattle Seahawks, not to be named, over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> but all that to simply say, um, just stories of great comebacks. And and I, I thought it was really appropriate talking about putting a stake in the ground. Uh, I f- I sensed as I was listening to Kevin talk about the comeback, he's calling us as a community to be like, hey, post COVID. I think we need to, right now, this summer, be deliberate about finding some of our old rhythms. Like, there's yeah. a certain mental health in it, too, right? right? So just yeah, this whole absolutely. idea, it's time to regather. He, he shared three points, regather, refresh, and renew. And I think on the regather, he was really looking at us and going, hey, whatever your rhythms are or they have become, we're not here to judge them. We're simply saying this, it's something about getting together and being the people of God. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Um, getting together with a group of people to worship god having having personal contact and i think yeah. i think he did a good job of being sensitive to the fact that hey this we, we know this thing's still around yeah. um and but we need we need each other I think that mental health aspect aspect is kind of discounted sometimes oh totally
1: um, and we're doing it right aren't we because we're, we're actually switching up by way first of all not just the physical space when you check it out this weekend when you show up <laughs> but we're also switching up the time so just a reminder six o'clock on Saturday nights yeah 10 o'clock on Sunday we're going down to two services so uh, there's two reasons you might not be in the seat you normally sit in if right. you're the type that come here if, if you're one of our online viewers you're gonna be spared not just will your seat have shifted in the room. Someone from one of the other services might be sitting in it. Um, but all that to say, come get re- get ready to regather and to be a part of it. And also he talked about what it means to be a time of refreshing and a time of renewing. We've done some other new things around refreshing, right, with the post-service worship time. Some people have enjoyed the fact that we're going to create a more contemplative atmosphere yeah. at the end of services and stuff. I just think it's a great move to refresh. Yeah, Yeah. yeah
0: so we're going to have... Uh worship after the service mm-hmm. right an extra half hour of worship mm-hmm. um, but then we're also talking about having some times of extra fellowship right mm-hmm. so and it's refresh in two senses of the word relationally and and maybe with some ice cream too that's right, right. <laughs> oh, no no anyway, was
1: it just me or is he trying to encourage us to saturday nights by reminding you that there's going to be twice as many goodies yes. post saturday night service yes um, he was definitely pushing toward the saturday night thing i think i loved it was it was just a hint Oh, for sure. <laughs> right. And then last but not least, the time to renew. Um, I think Kevin wants to make sure, and I know we keep saying Kevin, but believe me, there's a lot of people that are in on this thinking yeah. that. um The church through history, not just the church, I think one of the, the, the stories of the Old Testament, particularly in the minor prophets, which we're going to talk about in a minute, one of the things God wasn't always thrilled with was like, hey, I'm not bringing you together just to refresh you or just to regather you. I need you to then go forth and to resend. Yeah. and I love the fact yeah. that Kevin's reminding us we're coming back together, but guess what? We're renewing our focus on church planning and reaching out, even as we come back together. So it's not just a self-reference, although I do think yeah. there's some moments of self-reference after a pandemic, right? You yeah. need to get yourself refreshed. Yeah. But then to <laughs> be a sending place.
0: Yeah, and I think in in it was so easy to become isolated in ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a necessity for it. Um, but that, when I think of that, um, that going out, I mean, I love that vision, and I, I love that he's calling us back to say, you know, what, what is the Holy Spirit provided for? He mentioned that, I think, even last week. What, yeah. why, do we, why is God giving us the Holy Spirit? Well, it's not just so we can sit That's and right. have a meeting. It's so we can share the love of God and the gospel and, and go out. And so he mentioned, you know, smaller groups. He mentioned house churches. Right. He mentioned a bunch of things. You know, the ECC community is, is kind of a hub. Mm-hmm. and um, we want we want to go out and, and have our our lives aren't just about the weekend in That's other right. words, it's about living life together and fellowship and small groups and yeah, all I that think healthy stuff.
1: I think Barry Whistler uh, said that too like the week before last Barry was speaking right and Barry was like, hey, I'm pretty sure that you're going to have a greater understanding of the baptism of the Holy Spirit if you're willing to go and do some mission in the world because it appears to him biblically that's what the Spirit's doing. So that brings us to a bit of like looking forward where we're headed in the next couple of weeks. Um, We yeah. just wrapped up. I think it was six or seven weeks on Invisible Kingdoms, and we hope you enjoyed that. I don't know about you, but uh, the first five of them were focused. Four of them were focused on uh, the kingdom of actually darkness. Like yeah. just a reminder of like, hey, we battle not against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities, etc. I think we in the West, in particular, can walk past that at moments yeah. and forget yeah. that. Hold on a second, the world's not just made up of. Um, uh, common adversities or things i've done in life that might have like derailed me or something like that there is an actual evil that likes to pile on top of that yeah powerful stuff but then the last two weeks of the invisible kingdoms i love the fact that we concentrated on but holy second graders he's uh, who's in us and is in the world heavy emphasis on what it right. means to have the work of the spirit in the world and i just i i absolutely love i had even as someone who's been in the faith for a while i don't know what it was when we we're We were talking about the Holy Spirit. I had new insights and, truthfully, a new thirst. Like I left, even switching my personal devotionals to Mm life to to start out with Spirit. I want to know you as a person more. Yeah, Um, I agree, and I think I love the way that he highlighted the fact that it's
0: a continual walking out of that and a continual filling that he wants us to continue to live in that life of the fullness of the holy spirit and that it might be you know one baptism two baptism you continue to be baptized in the spirit you know continue to walk in him continue to abide in him and be baptized in him um so i love that it was very renewing for
1: me yeah that particularly stood out to me like uh, barry pointed out he goes hey i could just show you the apostle peter there's at least three times where the scripture says that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you. Know, and then you can, I love the little like sarcasm, like, well, that didn't the first one work? And no, <laughs> it's that we really are meant to be continually encountering mm-hmm. these, f- f- not just these sustaining moments of empowerment, but these fresh climactic empowerments. And I love that we're a part of the community that one, believes that, and two, doesn't push it as... The exclusive Christian life. Like, unless you have these things, this isn't going on. But we do say this. We believe it could be the normative Christian life. Yeah. Like, we we want to be available to the fact that us, with all of our wisdom, all of our strength, all of our strategy, still can't get the tasks done. Right. Um, is what I walked out of it with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's worth—I
0: think it's worth thinking about um, Jesus again. Like, he didn't live life without the Spirit. Mm Yeah um he had right. the the fullness of the spirit living within him and he invites us to do the same thing that's right yeah and and i think it was a perfect segue uh into the study of the scriptures, and you can you can intro that however you want to. But um, Kevin was even bringing you know that life of the Spirit into this week as he talked about the scriptures. I loved how he shared, and I've I've seen um, you know I've heard so many independ- independent testimonies about people um, having that experience of being full of the Spirit, and then the Holy Spirit pointing them toward toward the word. I personally had that yep, experience yep. where, you know, I was filled with the Holy Spirit and one of the one of the primary changes that happened in my life was this hunger and sudden opening of my eyes to
1: the fullness of yep. oh, the um, God yeah. speaking through the scriptures to me. Yeah, matter of fact, you are one testimony. Barry said it. Kevin said it. And if you, at the Tuesday night equipping service, just a reminder, first Tuesdays of the month, we hold an equipping service, a little bit more saturation worship, a little bit more just pausing to wait to see if the Spirit wants to say in the moment. Kevin spontaneously started to call different staff up. He looked over to him at me and he gave me that look like, Jim, get up there and give your testimony of an encounter with the Spirit. And it was interesting how many of them said that, that something happened, all the biblical training I was given growing up, Yeah. Something happened uniquely where the scriptures came alive, living and active type, type stuff. Yeah. Right? Hebrews yeah. is saying that. And so uh, I think it was really fun. I, I must admit, I was looking at it like, Kevin, how are we going to pivot off of Invisible Kingdom <laughs> to Jonah? It's not about the fish. Right. But if you notice, the way we ended the service this week was uh, Kevin getting up and saying, hey, let's remind ourselves what we believe about the Word of God. Number one. That we are sitting with the author. This is not just some text that was given to us to go away and study it yeah. and impress me. It's like right. I'm willing to be there with you, and this thing is living and active, right? I just thought it was yeah. a wonderful reminder.
0: Yeah, it's so good. It's it's such a it's such a um, an interesting thing to think about the Word of God, right? Because. G- uh, the the scripture talks about the word of god being jesus the scripture talks about mm. the word of god being it's i don't know i when i think about it i think of of paradoxes and i think yeah. of there's so much power in it mm. and the word of god is so much bigger than the words on the page nice. and the holy spirit enlightens that that activity that truth that thing that can
1: change our lives oh my yeah. goodness I, I was thinking about that too you have to like Like my, I think. I mean, if you if you know me, I sit around and reflect on things. It's just one of the things I do. But you know, there's so many different things. There's the Word of God, as in the written Word of God. There's the Word of God as Jesus, and there's the Word of the Lord came through individuals prophetically, right? Yeah. And I just love that it's almost like the same way a um, GPS triangulates you to give you direction. Oh, cool! Yeah, I just think the Word of God, the living encounter with Jesus, and then the community of faith, spiritual gifts, bringing us the Word of God gives us some sense of bearing, and so I'm so thrilled to be a, 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 a part of something like that. So that's one of the reasons this summer we're going into one of our biblical reading series. If yeah. you've been around Effort Community Church much, we do this a couple times a year where we're like, hey, as a community, let's read through these things. Um, and so we'll be launching into the Minor Prophets, would you believe it? These prophets who really truthfully were engaging Israel in a history when it had lost its bearings. All the minor prophets are kind of corrective prophets, like, hey, you've forgotten who you are. Can I remind you something about who you are as the people of God? They're not necessarily always preaching, like, like, for instance, Jonah is preaching against Israel, an outside thing known as the Ninevites. Yeah. But most of the minor prophets are actually internal conversations between God hmm. and his people, right? But we are driving, you know, I, we are diving into Jonah and uh, looking forward to it. It's not about the fish, but it kind of is, I like to say. Yeah. And uh, I hope you're <laughs> looking forward to it. I know I am. Wes is. Kevin's this week, Wes is the next, and then I'm yeah. the third week. It's going yeah. to
0: be fun. I wanted to make sure that I mentioned one thing. I mean, because I can get so heady, I think we can both get all yeah, the, you know the the theological about it, life, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that was highlighted to me, I know you're wrapping up, but um, is that God really wants to speak to his people. Yeah. Um, and I think if we just bring it back to that, as you were as you were highlighting the minor prophets, and it's really God saying to his people, I want to have a relationship right. with you. I that's want to right. speak with you. So, right. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. No, nope. It's going to be good.
1: The, the God who speaks. isn't uh, One of the things I love about the minor prophets is, is not he who formed the ear worth the time it takes to hear? Hmm. Right? A great, great lyric from a song written by Michael Cart a long time ago. Just, And that's what we're hoping to do. The, the Lord who made our ears is worthy of... Um, us paying attention while he's trying to speak so we uh, wish you the very best we look forward to you joining us this week in our comeback summer and then also as we dive into Jonah it's not about the fish thanks to Nate for coming and for thank wearing you, a flower shirt we need a little <laughs> bit of live brightness renew, right. refresh we, dude we didn't even plan this <laughs> tell me this is not the Holy Spirit working through wardrobe alright people Amen. we appreciate you be well thank you hey thanks again for joining us today we hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week you can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com.